How many are ready to hear the word of God? Wangapi mko tayari kulisikia neno la Mungu? How many are ready to hear the word of God? Wangapi wako tayari kulisikia neno la Mungu? Amen. Amina. This is our month of prayer. Huu ni mwezi wetu wa maombi. And I'm going to talk about prayer. Na nitazungumza juu ya maombi. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of 1 Kings. Fungua katika kitabu cha Wafalme wa kwanza. Chapter 18. Mlango wa 18. Verse 25 to 46. Mstari wa 25 hadi 46. 1 Kings wafalme wa kwanza 18:25-46 And if you're there say amen. Na kama uko mara pale sema amina. First Kings 18:25-46 Wafalme wa kwanza 18 mstari wa 25 And I will read. The Bible says Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it fast since there are so many of you. Call on the name of your God but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. O Baal, answer us, they shouted, but there was no response. No one answered, and they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them, shout louder. He said, "Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought, or busy, or even traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened." So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, "Come here to me." They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which was in ruins. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, "Your name shall be Israel." With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench round it, large enough to hold two seers of seed he arranged the wood cut the bull into pieces and laid it on the wood then he said to them fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood do it again he said and they did it again do it a third time he ordered and they did it the third time the water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench at the time of sacrifice The prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, "O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again." Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice the wood the stones and the soil and also licked up the water in the trench when all the people saw this they fell prostrate and cried the Lord he is God the Lord he is God then Elijah commanded them seize the prophets of Baal don't let anyone get away they seized them And Elijah had them brought to the Kishon valley and slaughtered there. And Elijah said to Ahab, "Go, eat and drink, for there is a sound of a heavy rain." 
So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Camel, bent down to the ground, and put his knees between his put his face between his knees. Go and look towards the sea, he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There's nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, Go back. The seventh time the servant reported, A cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, Go and tell Ahab, Hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain came on and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. May God bless his word. Today I want to speak from the topic in the chambers of prayer. Look at somebody behind you and say, in the chambers of prayer. Look at somebody on your right side and say, in the chambers of prayer. Look at somebody on the left and say, in the chambers of prayer. There is something about prayer that science cannot explain. There is something about prayer that psychology cannot understand. There is something about prayer that biology cannot test. There is something about prayer that inventors cannot get. There is tremendous power in prayer more than there is in an atomic bomb. For when an atomic bomb is thrown, it shakes a portion of the earth. But when a prayer is thrown, it shakes the very foundations of the enemy. When one goes into prayer, he receives power to pull down every work of the enemy. And Paul says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against kingdoms and principalities of the enemy let me say that these kingdoms and these principalities will not be brought down by American intelligence they will not be brought down by the Jewish intelligence these principalities can only be brought down by prayer. Prayer is not sorcery. It is not witchcraft. It is not enchanting or saying words and repeating formulas. To pray is to beseech and treat or implore. It is to ask for imploringly. It is to bring about or to get to pray is to ask 
ni kuuliza very honestly kwa bidii and persistently kuendelea kusisitiza maombi is making supplication ni kufanya uombezi it is to get ni kupata by asking kwa kuomba prayer maombi is a humble entreaty ni kule kujinyenyekeza kwa kuomba address to god kwa mungu prayer maombi is an honest request ni ombi la jitihada supplication ama uombezi it is ni a devotional service ni kitu cha kujitolea na prayer maombi is spiritual communion ni kuzungumza kiroho with god na mungu prayer maombi is a petition ni ombezi it is that petition ni ile uombezi or that part of a petition ama ile sehemu ya ombi addressed to god ambayo inaokilishwa kwa mungu in which the requested kwa kile ambaye yule ambaye anaomba or desired thing ama kile kabatu kinatajika be done or granted kitendeke ama kipiane is specified inaelezewa wazi so prayer kwa hivyo maombi is specific ni kile ambacho kimelengwa it is like in a bill ni kama katika luundi equity ama katika equity a request ile ombi that the court will grant ambayo court itapeana the relief desire ile ambayo inatajika also that part of the bill ama ile sehemu ya bill in which the request is made ambapo ombi linafanywa prayer ombi can be a cry of health inaweza kuwa ni kilio cha msaada cry of joy ama kilio cha furaha maombi can be a shout of praise inaweza kuwa kelele ya sana or a shout of depression ama kelele gondamika prayer ombi is talking with god nikuzungumza na mungu and also listening to god na pia kumsikiliza prayer. mungu maombi is enjoying god's presence nikufurahia uwepo wa mungu there are seven types kuna aina saba of prayer ya maombi number one ya kwanza prayer in worship waomba katika kwa when we come before the lord and we lift up his name and we worship him as we stand in his awesome presence number two prayer and confession and when David had sinned against the Lord with Bathsheba he came before the Lord and confessed his sin number three prayer and thanksgiving we thank the Lord for the things he has done the things he is doing the things he is about to do number four the prayer of praise we magnify his name we call on him and we say nothing but just praise his name number five prayer in petition and when Daniel had gone and read the book of Jeremiah and he found that the seven years were over he went before the Lord with a petition and prayed for his people number six prayer in warfare when we come into warfare and we wrestle against the spirits of darkness we are in the prayer of warfare number seven the prayer in waiting or silence or meditation this is the time that we just sit in his presence and his glory falls on us and he begins to teach us and the power of the Holy Spirit reveals to us mysteries and things that are hidden in God's heart we have been able to use all this prayer except one that's the prayer in waiting or silence within our times of prayer 
there needs to be a time for silence to allow God to respond. Prayer is two-sided. It is a conversation. But now we have turned it into a lecture where we lecture God. We just talk but we don't listen to what God is saying. If prayer ceases to be a conversation it becomes a lecture or a counseling session. We are Christians who are counseling God telling him what to do instead of sitting in his presence and being taught by the spirit of God the church has become a place of performance every minute has to be filled we have programs that limit the move of God we don't want to sit in his presence and King David said let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you O Lord we need to go back to meditation we have to understand that the quality of our prayer life determines the quality of our relationship with God I say the quality of our prayer life determines the quality of our relationship with God surveys show that the average Christian prays only for 15 minutes and as I was thinking to myself why a born again Christian would pray for 15 minutes I came to realize that the world has become a busy place competition is the key thing wealth is what we need and so even time to pray has been reduced as we go out to seek for wealth a story is told about this rich lawyer and he had a nice metallic car and he was driving through the estate and he was moving at a fast and he was not looking around but he realized that there was a young boy a little boy who was standing at the side of the road and as this lawyer was approaching this young boy picked a stone and he threw at this metallic car and it hit the metallic car and the lawyer drove and stopped a few meters from the young boy and he came out got hold of the boy on his shirt and he said are you crazy do you know what you did do you know how much it will cost me and the young boy was silent and he looked on the left side and he pointed and he said that's my brother and the lawyer looked and he saw this 
and a boy who had fallen from a wheelchair because he was crippled and this little boy said that's my brother he fell from the wheelchair I can't lift him up he's too heavy for me I have tried to stop every car but none is stopping and I saw I decided to pick a stone and hit one car which happened to be yours sir can you help me put my brother back on the wheelchair and the lawyer was touched and he walked to this young boy who was down and he got hold of him and tears were rolling down this young boy's face and the lawyer picked him and put him on the, on the, on the wheelchair it was a long walk for this lawyer as he went back to his car he stopped looked at the dent that had been caused by this young boy's car and he decided that he will not take this car to the garage but he will leave this dent as a reminder to always have other people my brothers and my sisters there are so many Christians today who are like this lawyer they are moving too fast they are moving too fast looking for wealth they are moving too fast looking for fame they are moving too fast looking for greatness and the Lord is standing on the roadside trying to get your attention but he can't get your attention and now the Lord is like this young boy and he has decided to throw a stone at you that he may get your attention some of you you are rich but now you are broke for when you became rich you forget the Lord he had to throw a stone some of you were sick in bed and the Lord had to throw a stone and take you to bed so that he can get your attention I came here to say slow down slow down slow down I came here to make an announcement slow down everyone is running but where are they going everyone is eating but what are they eating everyone is talking but what are they talking the fact that everyone is running does not mean that you should run the fact that everyone is eating does not mean that you should eat the fact that everyone is talking does not mean that you should talk slow down slow down my brothers and sisters slow down the church has moved away from the chambers of prayer the church has moved away from the chambers of prayer we have moved out and even closed the doors the doors of intercessory the doors of travail the doors of seeking his face the doors to the chambers of prayer 
Maombi has become the Cinderella of our time. We all know so the story of Cinderella. She was hated because she could not match up the class. She was hated because she could not put on a silver shoe. This handmaid of the Lord, prayer, is unloved and hated by the intellectual Christian who seeks knowledge more than the face of the Lord. She is unloved because she is not dripping with the pills of intellectualism. She is unloved because she is not glamorous with the silks of philosophy. She is unloved because she is not conversant with the terms of psychology because of lack of prayer. We mistake action for action commotion for creation and rattles for revival because of lack of prayer. We have many organizers but few agonizers because of lack of prayer. We have many players but few prayers because of lack of prayer. We have many singers but few clingers because of lack of prayer. We have many pastors but few fasters because of lack of prayer. We have many fears but few peers because of lack of prayer. We have much fashion but no passion because of lack of prayer. We have many interferers but no intercessors because of lack of prayer. We have many writers but few fighters. We have to go back to the chambers of prayer. We have to go back to the chambers of prayer. The chambers of travail. The chambers of intercessory. The chambers of prayer. The chambers of adoration. Money has replaced the ministry of intercessory. I said money has replaced the ministry of intercessory. Now preachers are going after people who have money and not intercessors. I said preachers are going after people who have money and not intercessors. Let me say this. Preach the gospel and money will come. Don't manipulate. Just preach and money will come. And a man said, His lifespan so dear and our home comforts so engrossing as to be purchased with my unfaithfulness and dry-eyed prayerlessness at the final bar of God shall the perishing millions accuse me of materialism quoted 
with a few scripture verses at the final bar of God at the throne of God what will they say about you will they say that you manipulated or will they say that you preached will they say that you conned or will they say that you preached what shall they say about you the pastor who is not praying is playing and the people who are not praying are straying are you straying or are you praying are you straying or are you straying money tries the modern church the most but did not try the early church our ascent is paying Zayas was in praying when we have prayed when we have paid the place is taken when they had prayed the place was shaken what are we doing are we paying are we praying what are we doing and I like to say to all the people that have been called to the front line and we have the privilege of getting the microphone so that we can preach victory is not won in the pulpit victory is won in the chambers healing does not come from the pulpit healing comes from the chambers let us go back to the chambers of prayer I say let us go back to the chambers of prayer we have to understand no Christian is greater than his prayer life I say no Christian is greater than his prayer life and if you see one he is a counterfeit an angel of darkness coming in the light prayer is the greatest contribution we can make to advance the kingdom of God the world is not ruled by kings and presidents the world is not ruled by MPs and cabinet ministers the world is ruled by men and women we have the power we have the power we have the power let us go back to the chambers of prayer today the Lord is calling us back to the chambers of prayer his majesty summons you and me to an assembly in his honor the king of glory is seeking for an appointment with you and me if we don't pray we will not get our promises if we don't pray we will not get to our destiny times may be hard but I say pray on pray on pray on if you want what the apostles had then you better do what they did pray 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 sometimes you may pray and feel like your prayer is not going about this roof but I came to say pray on pray on pray on
And if you feel like giving up, let me teach you something. Shamelessly, persist. Shamelessly, persist. And there was a man. And I like just to illustrate. There was a man in Jericho. And this man was blind. And we all know him. Because he is referred to as a blind Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus was at the streets of Jericho. And the Bible says that he was covered with a cloak. Let me talk about the cloak. For we all know that Myos gave a shout to Jesus. Before I say the shout, let me talk about the cloak. This cloak was his definition. It was his identification. It was what defined him. This cloak was his house. This cloak was his matter. This cloak was his house. It was his clothes. It was his everything. But above all, this cloak said that this man is blind. And so the cloak gave him a right to beg from people. And he is covered with his cloak. And he hears a commotion. In the streets of Jericho, and he grabs one man and he says, What's going on? And this man says, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And Bartimaeus begins to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. But the Bible says that Jesus did not turn to him. Let me say, some people who are putting on a cloak and this cloak has defined you and the more you shout as long as you have this cloak your shout will not go it is the cloak of gossip the cloak of hatred the cloak of jealousy the cloak of malice the cloak of bewitching I came to say take off the cloak Take off the cloak. And Bartimaeus shamelessly persists. And the people were telling him, Shut up, oh blind man. Shut up, oh blind man. But Bartimaeus was shamelessly persistent. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the Lord turned. And said, Bring that man to me. Something I want to say. When Bartimaeus was called, he took off his cloak and he rushed to the to see. Jesus knew that Bartimaeus was blind and the only thing he needed was to see. So why did Jesus ask Bartimaeus what can I do for you? It is because you need to be specific. Say what you want. Say what you want. Just speak it and say it. And Bartimaeus had to say 
Lord, I want to see and the Lord get inside if you don't take off your cloak you will never see your vision if you don't take off your cloak you will never see your destiny if you don't take off your cloak you will never go to your dream take off the cloak and Jesus is walking in another place there is this woman Canaanite woman who comes from the vicinity and he comes and she comes and Jesus say, and she says Master have mercy on me my daughter is demon possessed but the Lord was silent and he kept on walking what do you do when you call on the Lord and he's silent shamelessly and this woman keeps on calling and the disciples come to Jesus and they say to Jesus Lord get rid let us get rid of this woman for she will keep following us and the Lord says I have been sent to the lost sheep of Israel only in other words he gives them a go ahead to get rid of her because he has not come for those and as this woman sometimes I just see it as the disciples are trying to push this woman away but she is shameless and she goes through these disciples and bows at the knees at the feet of Jesus and she says Lord have mercy on me my daughter is demon possessed and if I was this woman I would have walked away next sentence of Jesus for he said it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to their dogs shamelessly persist and this woman said Lord I know but I don't even 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 the eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table in other words she was saying Lord keep the bread give me the crumbs give me the crumbs and today I came to say if I don't get the bread oh Lord give me the crumbs for when I have the crumbs the sick will be healed the dead will rise and the demon possessed will be set free keep the bread give me the crown shamelessly persist I said shamelessly persist and Daniel was in prayer and in Daniel chapter 10 and he went into fasting for 21 days and the Bible says 
Kwanza. That on the 24th day of the first month, which was also the 21st day of Daniel's fasting, the angel of the Lord came to Daniel on the 24th day. I stand before you on the 24th day of our month of prayer and fasting. And I say, there is an angel that is coming. Times may be hard, but shamelessly persist. I am not ashamed when I come before the throne of my father. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care how you look at me. I am not here to impress you. I am at the throne of my father and I am shameless. Shamelessly persist. For we have Christians who worry too much. Other people looking at them. They worry too much because of their nice suit. But when you come before the Lord, I don't care what the world will think of me. If he tells me to kneel on the streets, I will kneel. I will be shameless. And I will persist. Do not doubt in the dark what God has told you in the light. I said do not doubt in the dark what God has told you in the light. For the light is a classroom where we learn theory and the darkness is a laboratory where we prove that theory works. Do not doubt in the dark what has God, God has told you in the light we need to go back to the chambers of prayer we need to go back to the old days the old days go back to the mountains go back to the forest go back to the cave and seek the face of the most high God oh give me that all time religion the religion of prayer the religion of travail the religion of intercessory let us go back to the chambers of prayer and the bible says that there was a man in Israel a prophet by name and Elijah just by the uh, a prophet by God's name. God had given him the title of a prophet. But men had given him the title of Elijah. And the Bible says as this man appears before Ahab. We all know the story of, of Elijah and how he went to Ahab and said that he shall not reign. And the Lord says to him in the beginning of chapter 18 go and show yourself to Ahab and I will bring down rain. And so Elijah comes and he shows himself to Ahab.
and he says to Ahab assemble all Israel and meet me at the Mount of Camel just call them let us meet at the Mount of Camel and so Ahab calls all the people they come to the Mount of Camel and Elijah says to the prophets of Baal you just call on your God and he said something that that, that, that is, was really nice because he knew he had cornered these people the God who answers by fire is God and Elijah brings two bulls they slaughter theirs and they call on their God for a whole day and their God is I don't know where he was but Elijah says maybe he's traveling maybe he's asleep maybe he can't hear you call him father Call him louder. Call him shout. So he's there. And at the time of the evening sacrifice, Elijah comes forward. The prophets of Baal are tired. They have called on their God. But he was nowhere to be found. And so Elijah comes. The number one thing that Elijah did when he came was to reveal the altars of God. For they had been broken. Before you pray, rebuild the altars. Before you pray, rebuild the altars. There is something called a devotional garden. It's a devotional garden. It is where you devote yourself to God. Morning and evening. Every day. And if you don't visit this devotional garden, it is just like a real garden. If you don't go it for one month, the next time you go, you will find that it has grown weeds. And the devotional garden, if you don't visit it frequently, the altar of the house the next time you go you will wrestle demons that you would have not wrestled if you go every day let me say this great sermons are not found in books great songs are not found in beds they are found in the devotional garden I said great sermons are found it's a devotional garden before you pray build the altars and the next thing that Elijah did he waited for the time of the evening sacrifice when he studied the book of Leviticus you will understand that the evening sacrifice and the morning sacrifice were a commandment from God to Israel, to Israel so that they can remind Israel of her devotions to the Lord that's why they were to be 
brought down every morning and afternoon. And David said, Psalms 141, May my prayer be set before you like the incense and the lifting up of my hands like the evening sacrifice. It was a commandment for every godly Jew. And Elijah waited for the time of the evening sacrifice. And I did not understand why he waited for the time of the evening sacrifice. Because he would have come, prayed, and fire would have come. But he waited for the time of the evening sacrifice. And as I was studying and asking myself questions, the Holy Spirit took me back a few verses in the same chapter. And Elijah meets Abadiah. And Abadiah says, Haven't you heard what I have done? I have hidden a hundred of the Lord's prophets when Jezebel went out killing them. I hid them in two groups of fifty and fifty in the caves. And the Holy Spirit said, At the time of the evening sacrifice, every Jew, every godly Jew, had to offer an evening sacrifice. And there are hundred prophets who were in the caves. News of Elijah had gone on the mountain to praise the spirits of Baal. They could not come out for the risk of being killed. But when they were in the caves, they offered a sacrifice which joined together with the prayer of Elijah and fire fell. He had some backup. And that's why he did not struggle calling the fire. But he struggled calling the rain. He had some backup. And Elijah steps forward. Before these people, the Bible says it was at the hour of prayer. I thank God for the hour of prayer. I thank God for the hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer that calls me from a world of care and me to my father's throne. May call my wishes and wants known in times of distress and grief. My soul has often found relief and often escaped the tempter's snare as I return. Oh, sweet hour of prayer. I thank God for the sweet hour of prayer. 
And the Bible says it was the hour of prayer. And Elijah stands forward. And he just said a simple prayer. Oh Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let the people know that you are God and that I am your prophet. My brothers and sisters, I love music. I love to preach. I love dancing. But this will not bring the fire. But prayer will bring down the fire. If we want to see the fire, let us stop doing some funny things on the stage. Let us go back to the chambers of prayer. Elijah prayed. Fire fell. He prayed. Men fell. He prayed. Rain fell. When we pray, the kingdoms of darkness will Let us go back to the chambers of prayer. Let us go back to the chambers of prayer. And Elijah, when fire had fell, every, all the Jews bowed and they said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. When we pray, the sinners will bow. And they will say, the Lord is God. They will come from the bus. They will come from the disco. And they will say, the Lord is God. And Elijah goes to the king. And he said to the king, Go, eat and drink. And the Bible says that Elijah went to the mountain to pray. I have an announcement. When the kings go down to eat, let the prophets go up and pray. The problem with the church is that we have too many prophets coming from the mountain down dining with the kings. It has never happened. It did not happen. Ask Isaiah. He tried it. It failed. And when the king had died, he said, I saw So, when the kings go down to eat, let us go to the mountains and pray. And the Bible says, when Elijah was taken by the wild wind, the prophets did not go to seek for him in his palace. 
of in state house they went to the mountains to seek for him for that was his dwelling place at the mountain top of Israel let us go back to the chambers of prayer let us climb the mountains and stay there let us go back to the chambers of prayer and the Bible says that he knelt put down, put his head between his knees in a position of travail a position of adoration a position of intercessory a position of prayer and he prayed for the rain when you go to chapter 18 verse 2 or verse 1 the Bible says God promised Elijah but he will send forth rain and if Elijah was the prophet of today he would have gone to dine with the king and wait for the rain but Elijah knew for the Lord speak we have to push for the Lord has said it we have to push we have to push we have to be shameless shamelessly persist for our promises the problem with us is that when we receive a word we go to our beds and we wait for you to come go to the mountains and persist on the mountains of prayer and he was down there praying and he prayed the first time and he rose and sent the messenger go look towards the sea and the messenger went he came back and gave a report there is nothing Elijah went back to prayer and he prayed sent the messenger go look the messenger looked came back at that time Elijah went to prayer the fourth time let me tell you something when you come to a prophet and he tells you go and look and you find nothing come back to them they will pray they will send you again if nothing happens come back again they will pray they will send you nothing happens. Come back again. They will pray. Be persistent. Shamelessly. Persist. There is a word. And Elijah was praying. And the Bible says he prayed one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times. All this time there was no answer. But on the seventh time the messenger comes and says I saw the cloud small as a man's hand and Elijah did not need to go back to prayer and somebody told us some few days ago that Elijah knew the voice of his miracle do you know the voice of your miracle can you hear the voice of your miracle
And the Bible says that Elijah stood up akasimama because he could hear kwa sababu angesikia the sound of an abundance of rain I don't know what you hear but I can hear the sound of an abundance of souls coming to the kingdom I can hear the abundance of rain Elijah Elia his cloak akafunga jo lake and he said nakasema to the servant kwa mtumishi wake but before he spoke lakini kabla ne let me talk about the cloud what are some of you in this place who look like this cloud you are small the size of a man's hand you are insignificant they have despised you they have looked down on you they have called you a small cloud the size of a man's hand I have an announcement out of this small cloud and I can hear the sound of an abundance of rain your business may be small but it's coming rain your job may be small but there is an abundance of rain And Elijah says to the messenger Go and tell the king Lift up your chariot and, and go before the rain stops you Something that you have to understand Elijah was in the mountain But he did not ask for a lift From the king Do not ask For a lift Do not beg anybody To support you when the spirit of the Lord has come on you you shall overtake you shall overtake you shall overtake you shall overtake you shall And sometimes I tend to look at these scriptures and I can see King Ahab in his chariot and he looks behind and he sees this small man coming and before he knows it I'll come and Peter. You shall overtake. And they say that Elijah did not run. The way we run. But he was leaping. For the spirit of God was carrying him. He was leaping. Somebody is gonna leap in your place of work. In your salary. In your job. You gonna leap. Oh my God, my God, my God. Somebody just open your mouth and thank the Lord. 
You shall overtake her. You shall overtake her. You shall leap. And leap. In your place of work. Thank God. Thank God. We are going back. To the chambers. Of prayer. The spirit. Of Elijah. Is coming. Upon us. Oh my God, my God, my God. Oh my God, my God, my God. Oh, there is too much glory in this place. There is too much glory in this place. There is glory in this place. Oh my God, my God. Oh my God. 